0: of do you follow
1: hi (laughs) guys we are talking into the most giant sparkly professional microphone you've ever seen it's not sparkly shiny that's the word i in. i mean if you put the Kira Kira app on it it would be pretty sparkly (laughs) i feel like um i downloaded kira kira and used it a lot during bridal fashion week and then kind of like let it lie for a while And now that it's Christmas time, I use it, like, um, all the time. It was meant for this time of year. Yeah. I mean,
0: really, any time of year, but especially now.
1: I think that's, like, a sign of, like, a really valuable app when you download Mm -hmm. it, use it a lot, kind of forget about it for a while, and then it comes back, like, stronger. So true. Okay, Rach, we got a great lineup today.
0: I am really pumped about this because we got our first phone a friend from a complete stranger, a listener of the pod.
1: We got (laughs) our first phone a friend that's not from an IRL friend. It's from a new friend. I I don't want to say it's like a phone a not friend because like now she is our She's friend our but friend. we didn't know her before so yeah, so that's pretty cool we've hit the big time we also got our first um request for SpawnCon. we did we got outreached too and so exciting it's i mean we've made the big time and I we're really only have, on six. i know how cool is that <laughs> so many people downloaded the pod i we know we can't believe it juliette texted me was like guess how many people downloaded the pod and i guess like Four. (laughs) I guess seven. And it was
0: so many more. So many more. Which is really exciting. Thank you. Thank you guys. This is really fun. Um, Rachel and I were just saying this is the favorite part of our week. It's a favorite part of my week.
1: I know. And I think it's, um, I was just looking at Julia and being like, she's so funny and cute. I wish you guys could all see her. I was literally
0: just thinking the same thing about you. Like your lipstick looks so pretty.
1: Oh, (laughs) stop. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) So we love each other. We we really love each other. We're sitting really close. <laughs> we wish you could see. We only got one mic because we didn't know because we're new, and we are so close <laughs> together. But I meant we work, and they have mouthwash in all the bathrooms which is one of the many reasons i love we work so
0: yeah we're, i used it so we're my snuggling really good. close um and we hope that you will like the sound of our improved audio yeah we're, we're finally growing up and we have a real microphone
1: thomas i feel like thomas we should give him some promo yes he thomas really helped Pardee. us he, at thomas Pardee. he really helped us get this podcast off the ground he really did yeah which um, was great. We got some constructive criticism from some friends of the pod who said our audio was <laughs> jank. So yeah. we we take feedback really well. We're very coachable people. We are.
0: And Whitney, who edits, um, she edited Birchbox videos and now edits some of Rachel's Love Stories videos. She gave us this recommendation for this mic. And I also asked a friend of mine, Shane, who works for the New York Times.
1: He That's He went to
0: his network and asked them, so we're on the Blue Yeti microphone. Shout out Blue Yeti.
1: So... You guys are getting um, imaginary affiliate commissions. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting – your commission is love and affection and free promo. 1,000%.
0: Um, Okay, before we get into our phone a friend segment – Let's talk about the news and so media and the so of news that happened this
1: week. You mean that um, the new princess of England is someone we know per Basically a yes! friend. I mean basically she's our best friend. Basically. If you break it down. So, <sighs> so Not the news yeah. is okay. the news is in case
0: you're living under a rock, Meghan Markle is about to be crowned the next
1: princess. And it's a true American dream. <laughs> I think the best content I saw about this was Who Weekly, which is oh, my yes. favorite podcast. I love Who Weekly um, so much. Who Weekly had a post on their Instagram saying, we made it. If you listen to Who Weekly, yes. you get that. Which is like, it's all about who's and like lesser known celebrities. And by the way, like being a C-list celebrity is not... Um, an attack on your person like you could be uh-huh. the best actor ever most talented most beautiful person and like you're just not on a famous show so like we're yeah. not dissing Maggie <laughs> but she's not like an a-list select yeah. like we knew who she was because we know her tell everyone I mean yeah basically we're like best friends yeah
0: so Meghan Markle has been acting on Suits for I think seven years now on TBS's show And she also, um, among many other things, was running a lifestyle website called The Tig, which shut down earlier this year. But we worked with her on a partnership for the Tig and Birchbox. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, 2014 or 15. And
1: suits, remember? And Birchbox man that was the first time we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I almost forgot about that. Okay, so we we Um. Juliet and I did not meet her. We have never met. I met her. Oh, you were at the shoot. I was.
0: She came to the office. Like, I think this was for the TIG partnership. Oh,
1: I was going to, like, make a joke and I, like, be, like, had a full-on conversation with her. Oh, my <laughs> joke was going to be, like, we have never met her, but she, like, hung with Deepika and mm-hmm. you lived with Deepika, so yeah. we're all basically best friends, but, like, wow. Yeah. You're just. She went to the Birchbox store. I knew she did all those things, but I did not meet her when she did them. Where were you? I don't know. <laughs> Probably making a video. I know. I was probably unboxing a oh. birch box while y'all were hanging out with the new queen of England. So, congrats, <laughs> Megan. So, why is this important to us? One, because it's our podcast, so we're just allowed to talk about things we care about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Two, it was amazing. It was amazing to see the whole world come together on social yes. media. Okay, in a couple ways. One, there's been so much trash for the last year. It's been, Garbage. like, so tough. Um, so... It was fun to see something positive, and it had 100% saturation rate. Like, Uh CNN, BBC, New York Times. I know. Every women's um, media publication, like, Mm -hmm. so cool. Like, what's the last thing you can think? Kate Middleton's wedding is the last time this happened. Like, Super Bowl, not everywhere. Lots of people don't care about Super Bowl. Like, Oscars, not everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The presidential inauguration, not everywhere. Like, Like, not global. Like, people, like, this is, like, a global... yeah. Um, Event. I know. And there was a funny tweet
0: that I saw um, from Elizabeth Holmes. It's a picture of Meghan Markle waving with Prince Harry next to her, and it says, "Me waving goodbye to the shit show that was (laughs) 2017, and hello to the fairy tale of 2018." Amazing. She gives us hope. So, and she's smart and pretty. She's smart and pretty.
1: She's she is 36. She is three years older than him. Yes. He could. I mean, he could marry anyone. He's yeah. like the world's most eligible eligible bachelor, and he chose, like, such a boss. Mm-hmm. Harry, such you get move. all the points. I know. Such a good move. And so I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with how the whole world, online and offline, yeah. like, congregated around this. So, yeah, this was
0: basically the best news of this week, and also, I'd say, 2017 in general.
1: What do you think? I <laughs> completely agree, and quick, selfish plug – love story TV is hosting a royal wedding watching party such a good idea rachel it wasn't my oh. idea um britney who does our pr thought of it she's a little genius um amazing but we're really excited and it's really coming together like an amazing venue cool brands so if you're listening to this and you want to attend
0: mm-hmm.
1: join the love story TV email list so you don't miss out or follow us on instagram and if you work at a brand and you want to be one of our sponsors we have a couple spots left so DM me.
0: I can't wait for this. I know it's it gonna be could come sooner, and I'm excited that you asked me to be your date.
1: I did ask you to be <laughs> my date.
0: We're. What are we gonna wear? Probably like princess gowns
1: and fascinators. Yes, one thousand percent. Okay. Yes. Um. What was the other news that you dropped into our Slack
0: so, show outline? The other news, which actually happened, I think, right before Thanksgiving, um, was that we work invested in
1: the wing congratulations the wing we love you so much so cool we're so proud of you if
0: you you probably know what WeWork is which is um one of the biggest co-working uh spaces companies in the world now um but the wing is just in new york city at the moment and um their kind of goal is to provide really a community and a co-working space just for women and like a safe space yeah there's for is, women like, to showers work. yeah there's um like nursing rooms, um, and they have a lot of really amazing um, people who are involved with them, like Haley. yeah, Shout Haley. Out, Haley Barna. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really fostered this audience that is just obsessed with what they stand for. They launched about a year ago, I think. Um, they raised some money but this was a really significant one and really will kind of move them to the
1: next level I'm obsessed with their mission mm-hmm. but also their branding and social mm-hmm. and marketing it, it's perfect yeah. it is perfect execution like completely you you know having the right idea is like, only fifty percent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the timing and the execution mm-hmm. are everything. Um, and I'm so impressed by yeah. everything that they do. I'm obsessed with their Instagram. And they have this like global dominance. Like there's
0: women from all over the world in Australia who are like, Bring the wing to yeah. like Australia. I love like, when that happens. Yeah, I know it's and like it's just a testament to this like super engaged community. So there's so much that they can do with that, which will be really exciting to see.
1: I went to visit, they have um I offices been yet. I need now to go. For, um, like, you can have your company work out of the wing.
0: That's really cool. I know, it's really
1: cool. They're so nice and beautiful. Oh. I'm obsessed with it. They're
0: opening another location in Dumbo, mm-hmm. which is near you. Yeah, it is. Um, early next year, and then I think DC is their next location, which is great because yeah. I think both of the founders are from DC.
1: So, um, congratulations to WeWork for being smart, yeah. and congratulations to the wing for being the boss. Totally. Follow oh. them.
0: Hey, Rach. Have you done your holiday shopping yet?
1: No, I haven't. Anywhere. No, <laughs> I have not. I have bought something for one family member. You're out of ahead of me like 10. Yeah. <laughs> I think the question, the chicken and the egg question is is this because we are very busy, successful women who don't have time for our family and friends? <laughs> Or is it because we worked at Birchbox for so long that we were trained that you can always shop last can minute, always with, a, a last minute with a Birchbox sub? I think probably both. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit of both.
0: Well, I'm pretty pumped because we have our first SpawnCon bon ever. Congratulations to us. Yeah, thank you. you that know. just a little, or snap, snaps.
1: Snap snap. Us, snaps to us, Snap to us.
0: And it's by our one and only Birchbox fam. Shout out to Birchbox. We're really excited to talk about something that we love so dearly.
1: Juliet and I do all of our beauty shopping on birchbox.com. If you follow either of us on Instagram, you see us always, like, posting about our products. We're about to play um, a really fun um, sort of twist on Instagram roulette called Birchbox Roulette, which we'll get to. <laughs> but aside from shopping... Um, Birchbox subscriptions are, like, the best one and only it's
0: honestly holiday gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You can get it for the guys or gals in your life. There's Birchbox and Birchbox Man. Um, and it's totally customized. So just, like, Birchbox subscriptions if you're signing up yourself. You fill out a beauty profile. You can customize exactly kind of what your skin type is, what your hair type
1: is. And Birchbox will send you beauty samples, five beauty samples a month, based on that. I get products for people with acne and frizzy hair, for example. And Juliet, I get products yes,
0: for people with, with perfect skin no and beautiful blonde uh,
1: sensitive skin <laughs> and color treated hair that has been damaged by bleach. <laughs> Um, and the best, I think, not only is the subscription a thoughtful gift because it's personalized and they get it every month and they think of you every month, but Mm -hmm. you can literally buy it last minute, which is kind of the best thing because you go online, you buy a subscription, you Mm -hmm. print off a card, Mm -hmm. and then you give the person the card, um, and then they go online, they fill out their profile, and so they start getting boxes customized to them. So, like, Mm -hmm. you look like a smarty, like, Mm -hmm. super thoughtful gift giver, but actually you know that you bought it online, like... Ten minutes before the party,
0: I've had so many <laughs> friends, friends and family members who I've gifted Birchbox to, and I'll get texts from them, and they're like, "How did you know I wanted
1: to try this skincare product?" It's and like, like
0: everybody wants
1: because I am a genius, i a magician. I know. Thank
0: you Birchbox for making me feel like a magician.
1: You can buy the subscription so. Let's cut to the chase. Go mm-hmm. to birchbox.com follow. Oh, it's so cool that we have our own personalized link. Yeah. And then use code follow at checkout. You will mm-hmm. get 20% off gift subscriptions. And it's
0: either for 3, 6, or 12 months. So you can choose your adventure.
1: And the thing is, do you know why, Juliet? you don't even need a code for shopping full-size products on Birchbox?
0: Why, Rachel? Tell me.
1: Because you get a discount every single time you shop with Birchbox points, which, like... I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you don't know about Birchbox Points yet. Like, you are throwing money in the garbage can. Get
0: familiar with Birchbox Points. What are you points. doing? So for every full-size product you purchase in the shop, so after you get your Birchbox, you love that serum, you want to buy the full-size, buy it directly from Birchbox because you'll get one point
1: for every dollar spent. Right. So you spend 50 bucks, you get 5 bucks back, then you use it on your next order. So I've literally never paid full price for a product on Birchbox since the beginning of time because you earn points mm-hmm. every time. And I, like... Just don't under- – now I go to other stores, and I'm, like, frustrated. I'm, like, I shop with you a lot. Like, why aren't you giving me money yeah. back like Birchhock's does? Like, where's the loyalty, Where's man? the love? Where's the <laughs> surprise and delight? <laughs> CVS. <laughs> Buy my toilet paper somewhere else for now. Birchhock's starts like toilet paper. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, should we – do you want to do a little BB roulette? I think yeah, it'll be funny. Yeah, let okay.
0: roulette. So Rachel and I are going to go through our order history –
1: at, on our Birchbox accounts, and talk about the things we land on. Yeah. Okay. Things we bought. Um. We really love them. Okay. So pick our in. What number like comes to your mind? Mm, four. I, I was gonna say four. Oh my god. Okay. So we're scrolling. So we're Birch... Okay. Ready? Okay. Go. Go. One, two, three, four. I landed on a Birchbox man. Oh, oh, you know what's so funny? Okay, this is a Birchbox man. So this was Justin's box. Mm-hmm. There is a moisturizer. There's a hair product. There's um, a hair styling paste, and there's a T-shirt from Alternative Apparel. Justin wears this T-shirt every day. It's literally see-through because he's been wearing it every day since 2015. I have the same one. I have bought him Birch like hoodies man. and like so much other Birchbox man stuff. Like mm-hmm. he tried it and then he buyed it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. What was yours? You, okay. Mine was balance me Congested skin serum, which I got in my birch box a couple months ago. And Balance Me was a brand that um came to Birchbox I think like about a year or two into when I was working there. Um they're in the ingredient conscious category, which I was super psyched about because I'm trying to I do use more clean beauty products. Um, and this was interesting to me because I sometimes get, like, hormonal breakouts, and it was that time of month for me, and I was, like, sick of just putting benzoyl peroxide on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried this, and I was interested in the fact that it was a serum because you could either use it like a spot treatment or mm-hmm. put it all over your mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. So I used up the sample to, like, the very last drop. Mm-hmm. Always. And... My skin was so much clearer than the month prior. So, and I
1: didn't change anything else about my skincare routine. So that's how I knew it was working. And I'm really close to Juliet right now because we um, still are only using one mic because we have a dongle situation. And her <laughs> skin looks amazing. I'm literally four inches from it. And it
0: has a lot of really good reviews on Birchbox.com. So I bought this, and this is such a great product. And um, I'm
1: excited to keep using it in my skincare routine. So if you want the people in your life to be excited about their skincare routine, you got to give them Birchbox. So yes. go to birchbox.com slash follow. Use code follow at checkout. You'll get 20% off gift subscriptions. Mm-hmm. While you're there, check out the rest of the shop. Mm-hmm. Remember that you'll earn back 10% in cash to use next time. Um, it's the perfect last minute gift. It's the perfect thoughtful gift. If you're buying beauty products anywhere that's on Birchix.com, you're burning money, <laughs> which I think is illegal. It's illegal to burn money. I think it is. Like, and
0: it's also dumb.
1: It's dumb. <laughs> um, if you have beauty cues, email, do you follow? Yeah, someone, at um, one,
0: one of my followers DM'd me and asked if we could include more beauty commentary on the podcast. So twist my arm, why don't you? <laughs> we can definitely do that. Maybe Rachel and I will come up with with a few more fun games
1: we know you guys yeah. only care whenever <laughs> i post about beauty products on my instagram i get so much engagement mm-hmm. um which is fine because i love it yeah but it don't. also makes me feel a little bit like you guys don't care about the rest of my life it hurts my <laughs> like, it teensy bit but like i'll lean into it whatever just give us the beauty product i know which. all right birchbox.com follow use code follow at checkout for 20 percent off on gift subscriptions this holiday season
0: Okay, should we go into our
1: phone of friend segment? Yes, our phone from a new friend.
0: Phone from a new friend. <laughs> okay, we're excited about this one. Um, we think this is a really good question. I'm
1: excited about this because actually I think about this a lot.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was from... Emily she emailed us at do you follow podcast at
1: gmail.com and if you have a question for us too that's where you can
0: shoot us a note
1: and we can not Will and in- Emily did not we're just saying Emily's first name but like if you have if you're like oh I have a question I need you to help us solve and I don't want my coworkers to know it was me we can like extreme anonymize or like medium anonymize yeah. like let um, us know yeah we will respect names and faces can <laughs> be changed to protect the people who need marketing help
0: 100 <laughs> percent Okay, so Emily emailed us and said, I absolutely love your podcast and so glad I came across it. Thank you, Emily. I work for a B2B sales company, and we carry a few luxury brands. They're high-end writing instruments and jewelry. I'd love to hear any insight you have to social media marketing to B2B customers. We're considering expanding and selling to consumers, which would be a game changer and expand all social initiatives. But overall, I struggle with the best ways to target potential business customers and what kind of voice we should be using. Any advice would be
1: greatly appreciated. So the biggest thing that I think about with B2B mm-hmm. is, you know, businesses are people too, right? Like mm-hmm. the people at the businesses you're trying to target, like who are they? So, for example, let's talk about something we know. So when we were at Birchbox, Mm -hmm. we were approached constantly by people um, selling social media and analytics tools, like SaaS products, right? Yeah. And if you're selling a social media SaaS product to companies who deal mostly in beauty, Mm -hmm. fashion, retail... Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy to figure out who are the people that work on marketing teams at beauty and fashion retailers. Yeah. It's a lot of women. It's a lot of women, you know, 25 to 45. Like, it's not that hard to figure out who it is. So, it's like, Mm -hmm. don't think about I'm marketing to the marketing team at Birchbox. It's like, I'm marketing to Juliet. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm marketing to Rachel. Like, go on LinkedIn. See who the people are. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, follow them on Twitter, follow them on Instagram, and then be like, you know what? Those people probably listen to the Who Weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. Or, like, those people probably listen to Do You Follow podcast. Like, yeah, you can market B2B in places that feel more consumer because, like, in your job, you're a professional and a consumer. Mm-hmm. And I think people, like, forget that. Yeah. And that's something I think about all the time um, when people ask me that question.
0: Yeah. So like step one is know your audience and it's really about like building those relationships. Like understand who is going to be using
1: your Who's using, right. Who are you selling to? I think an easy to understand example of this which sometimes gets a bad reputation. So I would say like take this with a grain of salt and like think about how to do this better. Is if you are in New York and you work in media, you know the joke about how, um, All the 25 year old media buyers are being gifted designer jeans. (laughs) And like designer jeans have nothing to do with the media that's being bought and sold. They have to do with the person who's buying and selling the media. Mm -hmm. And that stuff sometimes gets out of hand and like it's a big eye roll, but it's like someone identified like, what does the person who's making this decision like want and what do they listen to? So it's like, who are the people at the organization? Making the decision about your product, and like, don't just think about where do they get their business information, but where if where do they get their entertainment? Yeah. Like, like
0: what content are they consuming?
1: Like, if you're B two B technology, you don't have to just advertise on TechCrunch and
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the Wall Street Journal. Like, you could advertise on Bleacher Report if you think the guys making the decision mm-hmm. to buy your product watch. Content on Bleacher Report. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like people miss that. Yeah. You know what's actually, like, an invert of this that I think really, like, um, helps exemplify what I'm trying to express, which is that, like, you are not marketing to a business. Mm -hmm. B2B is actually, like, a weird thing. It's not business to business. It's still business to people. Right. You're marketing to the people at a business. Yeah. So LinkedIn is sort of the opposite of this, which is, like, two years ago... I only went on LinkedIn to find someone at another organization or Mm -hmm. um, you would go there if you were looking for a job. That's Mm -hmm. it, right? The news feed on LinkedIn now is like feeling more and more like Facebook every day. It's like pretty relevant to what I'm interested in, which I've noticed. Which, first of all, when I post stuff about Love Stories TV on LinkedIn, we get tons of traffic from it. Like pro tip. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to put like, a silly vapid meme Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn that you would put on Facebook because it feels a little tone deaf, people don't understand. But it's like, you know, for Love Story TV or something, like if we wrote like a great article or did a great interview and we post that on LinkedIn, even if the initial audience was wedding filmmakers or the initial audience was Mm brides-to-be, like people who are interested in Love Story TV, who I know professionally like want to see what we're up to. So I think LinkedIn is like the inverse where it's like, what started to happen is people were like, why am I only here for work? Like, I'm a full, well-rounded person that works sometimes and, like, consumes mm-hmm. entertainment sometimes. And LinkedIn has started to go that way. So it's also, like, the flip. Like, do B2B ads on Facebook. Like, if, if you've gone to uh, 50 sales meetings and you notice that um, generally the people who do the job that you're selling to are... 50-year-old women, Mm -hmm. then go on Facebook and do an ad targeting 50-year-old women and like talk to them as people, Mm -hmm. not as business-to-business.
0: Also, I think a problem that a lot of um, B2B companies tend to make is, and companies in general, I think, they know that they have to be on social media, but they don't know exactly what that means or what channels to be on and you do not have to be on every single channel like the first step is knowing who your audience is and what kind of value they will get the most from you communicating with them so if you're if it doesn't make sense for you to be on instagram which most likely doesn't if you're like a b2b sales company for like a software or something then think about the channels that would make more sense like be more strategic with targeting on facebook linkedin is probably it's definitely an area that I think all B2B marketers should be using because it's, again, to your point, like that relationship um, social network. Um, but, you know, if Twitter doesn't make sense for your strategy, strategy, then don't be on it. It's a waste of time.
1: Yeah, you do not need to be everywhere, which is a question that we always get. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, I think the answer to that is like you don't have to be everywhere, but if you can come up with an argument to be everywhere, that's okay. Just remember that you don't have to put the same content everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you can like tweak your voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's like, I'm Rachel, whether I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. I'm still Rachel. I still live in Brooklyn. I still like Soul Cycle. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, wear Rent the Runway. So you can find me wherever I am I'm not gonna see an ad for something on LinkedIn and be like well I'm on LinkedIn right now like Mm -hmm. I don't want that like I don't feel that way unless it's like wildly out of place yeah you know
0: yeah another idea is kind of not really utilizing like social media platforms but thinking about it like offline or Mm -hmm. like dark social Mm -hmm. like
1: dun 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 should we do that every time we say dark social so
0: So, emily you said that you work for a b2b sales company that carries things like high-end writing instruments and jewelry so think about using those products and getting it into the hands of the people that you're trying to market to in sort of like an interesting or unexpected way um kind of think like a like a PR specialist, like what would they do to really capture someone's attention um, and do something that's like, you know, not so directly salesy or like obvious, but just, you know, getting on their radar in a way that is not just another like email in their inbox.
1: Totally. And I think that, you know, when you're thinking about advertising on a podcast or advertising on a publication, you know, obviously Facebook and Google make it really easy for you. But like just coming back to like, who are the people in the business that are making the purchase decisions about my product? And like, where do I think they spend their time professionally and personally? And how can I find them? Like, here's a good example. Let's say I was selling a B2B product in the food space. You know, like Foursquare to Small Businesses or Seamless Web or Slice Mm -hmm. or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So who's making the purchase decisions that get set up on your platform? It's the people that work at restaurants Mm -hmm. or or the owners of restaurants, okay? So, like, I feel like the old school answer to this question is, like, what are the restaurant tour associations and what... Yeah. events and conventions do they yeah. have and what are the newsletters that are, they're on fine yeah. but you know what if you own a restaurant in New York City you probably also subscribe to infatuation mm-hmm. and you probably follow tasty and like you probably watch the food network like you're into food yeah. so like market to them there like they're a business owner but they're also a consumer with interests like mm-hmm. um I guess we could think of more examples but that's to me like the the crux of what I'm trying to get at yeah. is like you're it's not b2b mm-hmm. it's b B2 2 P People. at B. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Right? Mar- like
0: Another okay, another really good example is Mick Mac. Oh,
1: Rachel T. Yeah. We should be like promoing her every episode. I She's know. the smartest person. Do She's I the mean, best. Rachel Tippograph We really have no biz doing this podcast, like, she should be doing it, but
0: whatever. <laughs> so Rachel Tipograph started Mick Mac, um, Rachel Silver and I uh, came into contact with her over the past couple of years. Rachel just introduced me to her.
1: Haley. She, we yeah. mention Haley every Haley. week. <laughs> it always goes back to <laughs> Haley.
0: <laughs> um, but MicMac is a really incredible social commerce video SaaS tool. Yep. Um, and I met with her recently, and it was honestly one one of the best um, – Kind of, like, vendor meetings I've ever had, yeah. So, she used to work in social media, yep. She worked at Gap and a couple other places. So, she was like an actual executor and knew exactly kind of what the problem was, so that yeah. she could create the solution, which I think also like speaks to how effective this is. Yep. Like, she's and she just started this a couple years ago, so mm-hmm. it's really different from like a Salesforce, for example, which yeah, is like totally. a team of like thousands, right? And like, but it's really just proof that she tinkered with this she talked to she had her own experience but talked to other people who were in the industry kind of understood what the needs are for the brands that she was going to be working with and was able to kind of like change and tweak the platform to make Mm -hmm. it that much more effective Mm -hmm. for both the brands and for um herself
1: so um and think about that so mm -hmm. so mic mac works with all different kinds of brands but they work with a lot of beauty and um i know they work with like shoe brands obviously you're at mgemmy so it's like i don't mean to generalize um and the bigger industry you're in the heart of this is but like who runs marketing at beauty and shoe retailers yeah. you know it's a psychographic um you know people might come from diverse backgrounds but okay. in new york city they're like of a similar age bracket you know, it probably over-indexes in women. If you work at a beauty or fashion company, you're probably interested in beauty or fashion. Micmac could put an ad in Vogue. Mm-hmm. Why not? Every you know, Everyone that works at, in marketing at beauty or fashion reads Vogue. Like, yeah. that sounds like a cuckoo thing for B2B, but, like, why not? And, yeah. like, I understand this advice is hard to, like, apply to, like, Salesforce, for to your yeah. point. Because it's, like, every business in the world uses Salesforce. It's harder to identify, like the interests of the group of people who make purchasing decisions around Salesforce. so like I get that but um I think if you are at a small to medium business in you know selling to consumer facing businesses mm-hmm. then just it's a little bit easier to identify like who's making the purchase decisions yeah, yeah. what are their interests mm-hmm. micmac to sponsor beyonce's next world tour yeah i think so same (laughs) she's like gonna be she's gonna like open for beyonce like that's who rachel is she is beyonce (laughs) i know she it's beyonce um emily now that we're friends let us know if we answered your question in a helpful way yeah thanks for the qm oh thanks for the (laughs) qm we had like a mini question right yeah like a a short we do
0: we have a long and a short that we wanted to answer on the pod today. Um, This is from a friend of mine. Shout out to Tori G. Hey, girl. Um, We went to high school together. Uh, Tori is an amazing, super talented artist painter in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, You should follow her. Her Instagram is at Tori Guglielmi. Her last name is really long and complicated, much like mine. So we'll put it in the show notes. Show notes. Um, But she had a really uh, good question about her Instagram bio and what it should say. She kind of stands for a couple of things. So she's an artist from Charleston, but she also um, wants it to be like informative, clever. She's targeting women who are seeking kind of inspiration and creative, happy content. Um, And she kind of was at a, a loss for exactly what to put there to kind of be her mission statement and what she was all about. So Rachel and I had some thoughts on this. I think the most important thing to remember is to give people like a call to action. Like what do you want them to do after they read your Instagram bio? Do you want them to go to your website? Do you want them to uh, explore a hashtag that you might have made for like the content that you create? Do you want them to know more about the company that you run? Um, Think about kind of what you want them to do after they
1: read that bio a hundred percent i say this all the time i think Katia said this the first person to say this to me but it's like how are your customers you know parentheses followers mm-hmm. community members gonna know what to do if you don't ask them tell them and like yes. people if you ask them they'll do it you mm-hmm. know so i think i totally agree mm-hmm. and i think the other thing and you actually said this earlier so mm-hmm. I, i'm actually just gonna say your thing which <laughs> is but i agree with it which is like um tell people what they're gonna find yeah so like You want to say who you are, but, like, people want to know what they're going to find there. So, like, I like a bio that's, like, um, I'm Sally. Like, follow me for, like, cute pics of my kids and my dogs. And check out my blog, Sally'sBlog.com. Yeah. For more. Like, um, you just told us what we're going to find there and... Oh, so Molly of, of course Molly's is perfect. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Sally, yours is, we'll get over Sally. <laughs> Sally's blog, whatever. Molly Chen's is a really good example of this. So her bio says, Bridgebox co-founder, cookies, cocktails, green things, Brooklyn. She also should probably add Lily because that's on there as of recently. But this is Lily exactly... Like
1: is a cookie. I know,
0: Lily is a cookie. So maybe that's what she meant by that. But this is, when you come to Molly's Instagram... You see cookies. You see cocktails. You see green things. You see Brooklyn.
1: And then there's a link right there to her newsletter. Yeah. So it's like she doesn't say follow my newsletter, but like it's right. You know, she doesn't have to. It's like yeah. right there. Uh uh-huh. um, Do I have a good Instagram bio? Let's like out me right now in case if I don't. Let's see. Rachel Rachel's- says,
0: founder at Love Stories TV. <laughs> Ghost emoji for Snapchat.
1: Oh, yeah. I need to silver. update mine because yeah, you guys Snapchat.
0: I guess you should put, like, a bird in there because Twitter's coming back. <laughs>
1: Twitter. I know. Or LinkedIn. Yeah. I should talk about our pod. Yeah. But it, right. Oh, what is
0: that? Then it? you have a <laughs> little bride emoji that says watch wedding videos and share yours on lovestoriestv.com.
1: Right. So I am very um, prescriptive. Like yeah. I tell people exactly what I want That's them great. to do. But I think saying founder Love Stories TV gives you a sense that like, so for me, I think saying founder Love Stories TV is enough because I think like most of my content relates back to Love Stories TV and being a founder. Mm -hmm. I don't say like follow me for like pics of my cutie husband and our life in Brooklyn because I don't put pics of my cutie husband on my instagram shout out justin hi justin hi justin um so it doesn't make sense for me to say that mine could actually say pictures of lily i know (laughs) i
0: think we all could say that anyone who knows so
1: okay i feel like i passed the test although i should update it i should take snapchat off Mm -hmm. i just recently updated mine and i'm pretty proud of it. okay let me i'll read yours yeah director of brand marketing at mgemi Mm -hmm. brooklyn jdelphine at gmail.com co-host of do you follow podcast mm-hmm. subscribe and listen for free social media advice perfect yeah she tells people what you're gonna find director of brand marketing and i'm jemmy because a lot of your content relates back to i jemmy mm-hmm. brooklyn your content relates back to that and co-host of do you follow podcast you tell people what to do and by saying listen for free social media advice you're also kind of giving people a hint of what you're gonna find on your yep. account because like your account is a lot about, like, trends on social yeah, and, and, like, like being industry. a social media pers- industry, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think we both do good. Love Stories TV. Watch weddings from around the world on TV.com to get ideas for yours. Submit your video to inspire others. Tag us. We want to regram you. Caitlin just updated this. Caitlin's amazing. But, yeah. right, it's like, so, Caitlin, I'm not a copywriter. It's difficult for me to tell mm-hmm. people what I want them to do and be cute at the same time. Yeah. Caitlin, like, is magical like that molly's magical like so that mm-hmm. um so i'm i think that that's pretty good, so pretty good. what's to- so oh let's Tories. check out Tori's. We're right gonna, back to tory we're gonna get
0: Tori's, and we'll give you some advice on what you can yeah. do yeah totally so Tori says philly charleston because that's where she is from and lives um she has a pointing down hand emoji that says december 10th at Wentworth Street from 12 to 4. So, and it goes to her website, ToriGuyelmi.com. So I'm assuming that there was an Instagram post recently that is telling people to go there. Mm -hmm. So Tor, here's what I would say for your bio. First of all, there's nothing in here about the fact that you're an amazing, talented artist. So let people know what you do. Agree. There's a lot of beautiful. Oh, man. I know. (gasps) The behind the scenes. I want some of this art. I know. It's. So pretty, it's so pretty. Wow, she does such a good job. Um, I love this. Is a good like, follow, you guys. Rifle paper inspired. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I would tell people first and foremost what you do. Your like, can they buy artist. your art? Like, yeah. you don't have
1: to say like buy my art, but you could say like see, see more, more of my art, art on my website yeah. or um, uh-huh. exactly artist in Charleston. Yeah, learn more. On my site or yeah. something, because like, people should buy your prints. Another style. thing
0: about Instagram bios, um, you could also think about putting identifiers for if someone was searching you or like trying to discover like someone like you. What would they, what would they search? Which would be like artist in Charles, art Charleston, art in Charleston, because it comes up in search, mm-hmm. which is something that mm-hmm. um, you kind of need to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so having stuff that is very like searchable and identifiable to you and like your unique self is important um so those are kind of our initial tips but tour take what we said tweak it a little bit we want to see what you do we with want your the follow-up yeah
1: and you guys should follow her because this is yeah. a really beautiful account
0: yes Tori Guyami. cool cool all right Instagram roulette time dun 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 <laughs> I think one of my favorite games. Me too. I like get excited.
1: Like, who am I gonna I know, land on? I know. I get excited. Okay, what number should we do? I
0: think we should do eleven. Yeah, I was thinking like a longer one too. Stop.
1: Okay, ready, set, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven oh wait, wait, wait! I got jacked uh, up eight, eight, nine, nine ten, eleven. It. Oh my god! I'm so happy about what I landed on. Go. You go first. I landed on Lovely Bride! Okay, uh, this makes me happy for so many reasons. One, Love... So, okay. Rachel, get organized. Lovely Bride is a wedding dress retailer. They have boutiques all over the country. Their director of stores is my friend from middle school, Erica, And we had totally, like, not kept in touch. We were really good friends in middle school. We hadn't really kept in touch. And then after I started Love Stories TV, I was at a Bridal Fashion Week event and, like, ran into her. And she was like, why are you here? Like, Bridal Week um, presentations, like, people don't randomly go to them. You don't even go here. Yeah, you don't even (laughs) go here. And I was like, oh, well, I just started this wedding. And she's like, oh, I'm, like, the director of stores at Lovely Bride. And so we reconnected, and now we, like, hang out again, which makes me really happy. Wait, did I
0: meet her yes. at the Birchbox store? And she had yes. a really cool
1: backpack. She is so <laughs> chic. Yes, you met her. She's, like, a fashion person. And yeah. um, But Lovely Bride has the best branding. Like, everything I said about the wing, Lovely yeah. Bride, ditto. Yeah. Their store, everything is millennial pink but not overdone. It's, like, a great dusty pink. They have great, like, couches. They have the cutest – um sign that you hold up if you pick your dress that says yes, yes. it's so cute you
0: th- we were talking about them two pods ago i
1: talk about them all yeah. the time and their instagram is great they have a great instagram it's a great mix of real weddings photos where people mm-hmm. wore a lovely bride i usually Ooh, hate really mob like i don't like models ever in anything obviously i started a company all about like real people real people <laughs> professional content real people but lovely bride because they have such a down-to-earth brand like i don't is that a model is that someone who works there is that a bride like i'm looking at one of their photos like it's just um their models aren't like so modelly. look so at this beautiful woman okay go to their post on six days ago with a name like carter you know she's going to be a hit I don't know if this is a model or like someone who works there. Like yeah. that's the best thing you can do. Um, they're just killing it in social. Um, uh, that's. Yeah. I'm so glad I landed on them. Let's read their bio. Okay, let's see. Let's. okay, chic AF bridal shops. Love it. And so they tell you what they are. Yeah. Okay. NYC, LA, DC, SF, Philly. CHS, they list all Charles the places Schott- where okay, they have a Okay, and soon to be blah blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, then it says piss <laughs> <to> win <laughs> something, <laughs> and they have their link. Cool, amazing. So the only thing they could have a link in bio situation. Yeah, but they have like one link, which is like what you have, and, and Birchbox and a couple other brands. Port. Yeah, um,
0: um it like we talked about this. Right. But Dash Hudson does it. There's a couple other link in bio situations that mimic
1: your Instagram account. So. Right. But either way, cool, amazing. I'm so glad that's who I landed on because I really stand behind. I'm a stan. I'm mm-hmm. a stan for their account. <laughs> okay, I'm so excited about who I landed on. You really are. You just did like a <laughs> I know.
0: It's Rose Theodora.
1: Stop it. I
0: know. <gasps> so cosmic, right? Oh my
1: God. I, I tell people about Rose Theodora all the time. I tell everyone about Rose Theodora. She oh.
0: is okay. My so if you don't know who Rose Theodora is, she is my astrologer. No, no,
1: stop. <laughs> She's her nail astrologer.
0: Although you know what, enamel diction in LA, where I first met Rose, shut down. It doesn't exist anymore. Someone needs to open a
1: new Andrea Racy. Are you listening yes! to this? Get with Nandita oh
0: my and
1: God. open a nail astrology salon. Oh,
0: okay. The world so this needs this. This is gonna this. be like kind of a long story. Okay, but no, but really I'm bad. ready for it. Okay. So a couple years ago, Rachel and I and some other birch boxers were in LA for I think we were there for BeautyCon, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we heard about this crazy nail
1: salon that you get your birth chart well, read. I met her at Sundance. You met Rose Theodore at Sundance. Um I don't think I met Rose. I met the nail diction woman. Enamel diction founder, yes. At Sun I was at Sundance for Birch Box. Uh-huh. We had a gifting suite. I met all these good celebs, Kit Harington Mm -hmm. and Lena Dunham and America Ferreira and um, all these good celebs and I met her and she told me when we come to LA and I thought of you and told you. Sorry to take over your story, but I know. You're so
0: right. Okay, so we went to the salon and we were all going to get like our birth chart read and then after that happened, we like discovered what our the stars meant, you then get a manicure based on, like, your sign.
1: It's, like, the color of your aura,
0: right? Yeah. Or well, something. no, not, not quite. You're it's like, color no. astrology, though. Okay. So, like, I don't like, So, like, you know, wear red because that's, like, your power color or something. But it's all based on, like, your birth chart. So, yeah. like, the time that you were born – the where you were born like how all of the stars literally were aligned when you your unique person was born into this world oh, so anyway you. i was like okay i'm totally game for this this is like right up my alley yeah. but i kind of thought i was going to be like you know silly and yucky. Yeah. so i go to the nail salon i meet with rose theodora she's not like a witch she's like a real cool like amazing person her background is in fashion So she worked in fashion for like many years, but had this like strong interest in astrology because I think her her parents were like one of her parents was like a spiritual like something and the other was like a scientist. So she had this sort of like combination and interest in both of these things. Um, So she read my birth chart at this nail salon in Los Angeles. I start, like, crying in the middle of the nail salon because everything I, that she's saying like, When you got back, you were, true. like, shook. And, yeah, I was totally shook. And it wasn't like she was, like, looking into a crystal ball and seeing my future. It was just, like, oh, you're, like, speaking to my character and this is, like, who I am. Like, the good stuff and, like, the stuff that, like, keeps me up at night, you know? So, anyway, we kept in touch. I got a fantastic manicure. Um,
1: <laughs> that was
0: That was, like, holographic teal color because yeah. – that was for Pisces, which was, like, diagonal to my um, rising sign, which was cancer. So it was supposed to, like, balance that out. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm with you. <laughs> Anyways. So I have healing crystals next to my bed. I love it. I know. So she and I kept in touch. And for, like, the past two years, I've been doing an, How annual, often do you, annual. Okay. an annual reading with her over the phone. It's my solar returns. So she tells me kind of, like, what's happening. So it's happening. coming up. Your yeah, birthday. Yeah. my birthday's coming up, January 9th. She tells me... Um, what's kind of like shaking out and coming up and uh i saw her a couple months ago she was in new york and Brittany, ricka and i actually went to go see her it was this like very cool like meditation astrology thing um but i tell everyone about her and she's just the best and the inst her Instagram is so good. Do I follow? Maybe messed up. but I don't know if I. I mean, she I like definitely it. should have way more followers than she does. She's been featured on Birdie Beauty
1: e Online. She was on Birdie Khloe's. has a pop up with Nordstrom right now. I, I saw. I know. I want to go. Me too. Okay. Uh, um, oh my god! I can't on, believe she should have so many more followers. She was first. on
0: Chloe's show. Remember, like Chloe Kardashian's yeah. short lived show. Yeah. She like read her birth chart on there. That's so cool. So she has a lot of oh,
1: and she's doing my favorite thing. What long long post? Yes. Okay. Instagram is the new blog. Yes, it doesn't matter if your pictures aren't good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Write long captions. Get pick it's for attention. So, use a photo for attention, so and then much say value what you about. want to
0: say. So she is long captions. She does horoscopes like every single week. Ugh. Um for like each of your signs. Also fun fact guys, you should be reading your horoscope for your rising sign.
1: Should we read not your both sign. Ca- ca- we're both Capgrans, yeah, We're right? both Capricorn. Okay. okay.
0: And beauty's beauty so-
1: beauty's okay. okay. Capricorn is synonymously linked to skin and bones, making oh. December Capricorn season, the time to nurture them both. sluff I never sluffing? know how to sluff. I never know how to say that. <laughs> sluffing, sloughing? Sluffing. Sloughing off, off dead, dead skin, skin and old themes will be a theme as the new year comes to a close. This month is huge as we plan for our future. There are a lot of changes brewing, more this year than most. Expect your skin to have flare-ups until the 30th. Well, I have been breaking out a lot. But that makes sense. It's like new year, new you, new layer of skin. What's Let's talk. uh, Do you have a favorite exfoliator right now?
0: Okay, so you know what I've been using that is not an exfoliator? What? Not a physical Mm -hmm. exfoliator. Dry brushing.
1: Ugh, everybody's talking about it. Were we talking about this last night? I think we were talking about it.
0: May, where are we? I don't know. So, I I go to my, like, waxing lady every six weeks mm-hmm, or so. Mm-hmm. She was, like, talking to me, like, really yes, selling yes, dry brushing. Mm-hmm. Katie and Katz everyone, is into dry brushing also. So, everyone is always, like, it was, like, in every beauty magazine. Like, yeah, yeah. dry brushing is, like, mm-hmm. it improves circulation, blah, blah, blah. But, like, mm-hmm. no, I never actually did it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just this thing. Mm-hmm. But I got one after my waxing lady was, like, I've noticed such a difference in my skin. Like, I notice like less stretch marks on my body
1: what does I, it look like
0: it's just like a scratchy brush it's like um
1: we'll yeah, link to like one a natu-
0: yeah it's like okay. a, just a natural brush I got it on Amazon for like 10 bucks or something it's super cheap um and you're supposed to go like short kind of quick strokes upwards towards your heart so I've been doing it before I go into the shower like every morning or night and my skin has been so much smoother like I'm noticeably seeing that my skin is softer and I have like kind of I have like um keratosis pilaris on my arms which is sort of like um not eczema but like you know bumpy skin and it's helped that a lot um it also when I do it I notice like my energy levels kind of increase like it it definitely does boost uh boost circulation and and makes you feel like
1: a little bit more energized and awake
0: so I
1: have been doing that for an exfoliator Amazing! I just mm-hmm. found um, obviously some. I just googled Birchbox dry brushing because that's like where I yeah. go first for everything, and it's like an OG blog post by Molly Chan. Oh my god! I know it makes me so happy. <laughs> um, okay, new New Year, new you, new layer of skin. Sluffing off, slapping off your skin.
0: Yeah. So Rose Theodora, she's oh, oh,
1: she's the absolute what a best. good one. I know. Okay, so that was roulette, but our roulettes almost feel like do you follows because they yeah. were so good, but we uh-huh. but. We still have Do You Follow. Yeah, we still have okay. our last okay. block
0: of the uh, show today. You're so good at voices. <laughs>
1: okay, do you want to know mine? Yes. Okay, so we actually already mentioned them on the pod today. My Do You Follow is Who Weekly. So I love I'm Who obsessed Weekly. with Who Weekly. They should have so many more followers. Yeah. It's bonk. Okay, so here's the deal with Who Weekly. They are a podcast. Emily Fleischiker um, who has a cool new business that everyone should check out. Emily Fleishiker, aka EmoFly, who should also follow, um, who's now the founder of Kitchen Fly, which oh. is this cool new biz. She will come into your home and like do, um, organize your kitchen, tell you what you need, help you buy the things that you need, organize it, and like get you set up to be like the best you you can be in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She used to be at, uh, BuzzFeed and, she and her husband are in media so they know all these good funny people so she and i were at molly chen's one time and she was like rachel i think you would really like who weekly i'm addicted to who weekly i tell everybody about it it's you the told me
0: about funniest it.
1: podcast it. Haley and our husbands and i went to see the who weekly <gasps> show live how in brooklyn it, it was it so, so funny good. and so good my cousin jotsie was there so someday we'll do a live podcast oh a hundred thousand <laughs> percent and um so the cliff notes is i mentioned it earlier but The whole joke about Who Weekly is that um, they talk about who's. So People Magazine and Us Weekly talk about them's. A list celebrities that everybody knows Angelina, Brad, Madonna, Mm -hmm. whatever. Who's are like Meghan Markle until a week ago. Like most people don't know who they are. She was on Suits, which is like one of actually the most popular TV shows in the United States, but no one knows her name. Like that's a who. Like Mm -hmm. who is that person? Um, And so that's their shtick. But The reason I want to talk about them is not just because I love their podcast, but I think they do something on Instagram that everyone needs to understand, not be afraid of, which is like their account is not pretty. These are not pretty pictures, Uh which is fine because their brand's not about being pretty. It's about being funny and smart. And so, which we already know, like the Fat Jewish's account isn't pretty. Mm -hmm. And so there are huge accounts that aren't pretty. Like why are people afraid of this? And Who Weekly has totally... um, done the right thing by saying like we're not going to make a beautiful instagram account because it's instagram they're being them everywhere that they are you should listen to their podcast your
0: podcast is so good and
1: you should follow them on instagram i love it because it's good and smart and not mean and it's hard it's sort of Mm -hmm. hard not to be mean and they're not and Mm -hmm. i like that i like everything about them they are my do you follow slash do you listen i suppose
0: my do you follow is a seven year old stop <laughs> What? her instagram handle is coco underscore pink princess why is that not my instagram name? she's a seven-year-old from tokyo so this is really funny i think vogue wrote about her like a year ago and she had like ten thousand followers because she is
1: like the seven-year-old oh,
0: most incredibly stylish little girl. is she
1: putting these outfits together herself
0: i think so so she's this little like budding
1: fashionista like the coolest style in the whole world i wish you guys could see my face right <laughs> now should we can you like tell us should we be making videos out of these podcasts like do you want to see us or no yeah tell just us. tell us we won't be offended
0: because <laughs> we kind of want we're, to
1: because we think we look funny and fun doing this yeah and cute but we're not we're not sure
0: Okay, so Coco oh Princess God. is like the chicest little girl. Does she have a burka world. on in
1: this? Oh, no, it's a hood. Ugh, that would be so chic if I she know, had a burqa. Right? Oh my God. But
0: she had like 10,000 followers a year ago.
1: Now she has 400,000 followers. Jesus. Talk about All from Vogue, growth. do you think? Or like.
0: No, I both. think she's just, she's like an example of what is like a really great strategy on Instagram. You know exactly what you're going to see when you get You here. know exactly what she's you're going to see. She's a seven year old from Tokyo who like posts about fashion yeah she, it's kind of like unexpected too like I don't think there's many other seven-year-olds who are on Instagram
1: doing style outfits it's like kind <laughs> of a mix of like high fashion and like Wes Anderson
0: yeah but like she's wearing outfits that you would see like any of her favorite influencers like really fashiony, like edgy influencers wearing but, but it's not seven. inappropriate like these yeah. outfits
1: sometimes you see stuff of you know like it's not mm-hmm. she still looks like a kid
0: yeah she is very like Wes Anderson-y um I would love to hang out with her same, and go shopping with her. Same. And we might be the same size in some clothes. Yes, we're probably the same height. Yep. <laughs> Coco pink princess. Oh,
1: get it, girl! Love it. Lo- obsessed with this. Obsessed <laughs> with this. Congratulations to your momager. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's killing the game. Cool.
0: Hey. Okay. Um, I think that about wraps it up for this week's episode. We talked about a lot of good stuff. B to B, B to, what did you say? B, B to two, P, P
1: to B. B to P at B. B. <laughs> Business <laughs> to people at businesses. Yeah. Business. That's what they should really call it.
0: Business.
1: Yeah. Businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we gave you some good intel. Mm-hmm. If you have questions for us, please send them to our email. Do you follow podcast at gmail.com. hmm DM us on Twitter or Insta. Mm-hmm. Email us, send us a postcard. Yeah, handwritten um, postcard. Handwritten postcard with <laughs> glitter inside. Um, we are so excited about our first um, bout of SponCon. Mm-hmm. That's birchbox.com slash follow. Enter the code follow at checkout to get 20% off gift subscriptions this holiday season. Woohoo! Let us know if you want to be our second. Yeah. Let me know if you want to come to the Royal Wedding Watching Party mm-hmm. or if you want to get involved in it. See, this is B2B marketing. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. But I know that the people who work at the kind of brands that would want to work with Love Story CV are also just like cool women who are listening to this podcast. Like I know that. Yeah. I know my audience. Yeah. And I'm marketing to them right now. Yeah. I think that's the theme of this episode. Know your audience. Know your audience. Know your peas at B's. Mm-hmm. your people at businesses <laughs> and that's it <laughs> see you guys next time bye